Welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Kate. I am so, so excited to be here for another week. And I am so, so grateful for everyone that listened to my first episode ever. It literally means the entire world to me that you guys listen, you guys follow the Instagram. I got so many messages of support and it honestly makes my heart so, so happy. So thank you guys for listening in again for the first real full jam-packed episodes of Conversations with Kate. So I'm sitting here. I just went to the chiropractor. I'm drinking my coffee. My room's an absolute shithole, if we're being totally honest. Um, This week, I've been really, really letting myself go a little bit. It's been one of those weeks, I have to say, that I haven't been on my A-game. I've definitely been a little bit messier, a little bit lazier than normal. And that's okay. And that's going to go into my... What my gratitude for this week is, is I am grateful for giving my body and my mind this week to rest. I'm grateful for listening to myself and knowing when I'm pushing too hard, both mentally, physically as well, even though I'm not really, haven't really done anything physical, but mostly mental. And I am really grateful that I'm listening to myself and I'm grateful that I do have this position to where I can take a week and just do nothing. Like I've literally done the bare minimum it's kind of sad and I kind of do feel a little bit guilty and a little bit shameful, which is a little bit messed up. I should not feel guilty for giving my body rest. I should not feel shameful for doing nothing when my body needs it. I feel really grateful that my body needs it. It needs a survival time and I'm working on getting back into the swing of things. It's Thursday that I'm filming this or recording this and I'm feeling inspired. I feel like this little rest, little break time was definitely what I needed. I spend a lot of time with my cat, as you guys know, or if you don't know, and you don't follow me on Instagram or TikTok, I fostered a cat. I fostered her, I got her in October, and I fell in love with her, even though she's kind of a little biatch sometimes, but I did decide to adopt her as of recently, so I named her Frankie, and she's become my best friend. I am now the crazy lady that talks to her cat, so I've literally been the crazy woman inside hanging out with her cat all day and I'm totally okay with that. Sometimes in my head she talks back and that's okay. I'm not crazy at all. That's been kind of filling my week. My roommate got back from winter break this past weekend so I've been hanging out with her. Um, The new episode of Euphoria, you guys, my mind is in total shock watching that. It is so good. I have been listening to the Euphoria soundtrack on repeat while I'm driving if you have not seen it you have to like please run don't walk to your tv and you need to watch it right now I am so excited for the next episode to come out oh it's so so good so that was my my highlight of my week was the euphoria episode um that just shows how lazy I've been my highlight was a tv show but you really have to look at the glass half full ladies and gentlemen so I kind of just want to dive into what I'm going to talk about today and that is comparison and kind of finding yourself through comparison and I feel like now in this day and age it's really common to kind of push yourself down like a deep hole through comparison and social media plays a huge 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 part of our mental health and I feel like most of the time without even realizing it we are comparing every aspect of our lives and our bodies and our features and our jobs and our apartments and houses to what we are consuming in social media and so I feel like a lot of people are affected by this 
this topic. And I know for me, I've been affected by it a ton. And I know like a lot of my friends have experienced this as well. And let's just dive into it. Let's just full head first. Let's start talking. So comparison for me started when I was young. I, From what I remember, I remember being like 12, 12-ish, middle school age. And I remember just looking, this is before social media, before Instagram, before all that. And I remember looking at the other girls my age and I remember comparing myself. I remember comparing how good they were at dance, how pretty they looked on their iPod photos, how all these boys were talking to them but they weren't talking to me, how cute they dressed and how they were like entering puberty and getting boobs and becoming womanly and growing taller. And I'm very, I'm 4'11", I'm very petite. And I remember at that age, it's very, very materialistic to look and view at it as I'm older now. But at that age, I remember not feeling as like womanly or as beautiful as these girls. They were transforming into what I viewed as becoming a woman. When in reality, boobs don't make you a woman. Like you're a woman if you feel like you're a woman. But I remember looking at these girls who were transforming into the kind of society definition of beautiful. And I remember at that age, I started wearing makeup. I remember I would try, I would watch YouTube videos on how to do makeup because my mom, I love her to death, but she's not a makeup girl or hair girl. So I kind of teach myself all of by YouTube. And I remember watching all these videos and I remember trying to copycat them to try to make myself look older, make myself look like the standard of what I thought was beautiful and womanly. So flash forward into high school. This is where Instagram started coming out. Um, I remember I got my Instagram like freshman year of high school, I think, or maybe eighth grade, not quite sure. But I remember that's kind of when my comparison and my self-confidence kind of really went down the toilet. I remember following all these, like the very beginning Instagram models, like the girls with the tiny, tiny waist and big old, big old mamas. And I remember wanting to be like that so bad to where I would wear you guys, the most ginormous push-up bra ever. And I honestly think I probably stuffed my bra. Which, why was I being sexual at the age of 14? I have no idea. And I literally hate myself. Don't I don't hate myself. But I literally am frustrated with myself that I thought that. And I know like a lot of girls my age thought that too. And a lot of girls now that are that age think that too. And it's because what we see on social media at that age, we're trying out different identities. We're trying out different different styles, different trends, different personalities to try and figure out who we are. I remember I was also really into Disney Channel and I remember my parents saying that I would try to like mimic some of the Disney Channel jokes and style of humor, which it's not that funny and some of it's kind of rude and I remember I would try it out. I would try out different looks. I was obsessed with um, Shake It Up and I would try to dress like Bella Thorne. Um, Like literally I would try to copy her outfits exact. So I remember just going through these phases of life where I would try different things and I would just try, I would compare myself to who I thought was the standard of beauty and coolness, if that makes sense. And I would try different things, I would try different styles, I would try different personalities of what I was comparing myself to. And I would basically try to be like them instead of being myself and doing what I actually like. Because in my head, I think I kind of, I kind of convinced myself that because they, these people were getting all these feedback online and like the people in my school were getting all this attention from boys or had more friends than me or better at their sports or whatever whatever comparison thing I decided to pick about certain people 
I thought that I, I, because I didn't have that or because I didn't look like them or didn't have these skills or even the hair color because I wasn't blonde, then I thought I was not good enough and I thought I was ugly and not equal to them. And now that I'm older, I, I mean, I do have moments where I do compare myself. I think being on social media and doing social media as part of my job, it is a big thing. It's a big thing. I don't necessarily compare my body as much. I mean, I do have moments because I am, like I said, I am 4'11". And it's really hard to feel like I'm not fitting this image of femininity. Like, I don't look as womanly as I had thought I would when I was a little kid. And even times, like, I'll see, like, maybe if a guy talks to you and he gets, like, a new girlfriend. And, like, she's, like, voluptuous, beautiful, curvy. Like, in my eyes, she looks perfect from stalking their Instagrams. But... It doesn't make me any less perfect and it doesn't make them any more perfect because they have these features. Again, social media is their highlight reel. They have struggles just as I do. And it's so easy to go on social media and look at these scenarios and be like, oh, that makes sense. They chose them because they're more perfect and because they look more womanly. They look like the standard of beauty that I think it is. But in reality, I think comparison, you're like comparing two different types of music that you like. You like both music tastes, music genres for different reasons. Like I listen to maybe indie music when I'm driving and I listen to like rap music when I'm working out. I like them for different reasons, but I don't pick apart each genre and try to think one is better than the other because I like them both equally, but I like them both in different ways. So I think that's like when you look at comparison, I think you have to look at it from that point. You're each different unique people But it doesn't make you any better or less than that other person. You have different traits. You have different looks. You have different personality. You have different skills. And that's what makes you unique. And that's what makes you you. And people who are actually genuine are going to be attracted to that over the materialistic kind of image of beauty that we see on social media. I think one of the things that helped my mental health and my relationship with comparison and trying to get out of that rut is definitely only following people that inspire me and bring me up. So I went through this whole cleanse. I unfollowed all these models that I were only following because whenever I would see them, I would be basically sad and kind of shit on myself after looking at those images. Unfollowed them out of sight, out of mind. And then I would even unfollow like certain people if I was comparing certain people for, for like their job or their apartment or the amount of money they have. If I was looking at someone and I wasn't getting inspired and I wasn't getting filled with positivity and joy, er, out, unfollow, out of sight, out of mind. And even putting that into your real life, if you have any friendships or relationships where you feel that sense of jealousy, if it's a true friendship and if it's really if it's, it should be uplifting. And if you have a friendship where you feel like you are not happy for them, like if you have a friend that say gets a job promotion, if you feel that like kind of blood boiling jealousy and you like, you want to be happy for them, but you're not, maybe it's time to step away. Maybe you need to take a breather. You need to separate yourself from that friendship because it is not bringing you up. It's bringing you down. It's making you not be a true supportive friend. You need to kind of work on yourself and reevaluate that self-love and that self-confidence before you invest into all these friendships that are ultimately going to make you feel shitty time after time. If you don't address the problem, it's going to ultimately become an even bigger issue. That's another thing I did is I brought that into my life. If I had friends where I was getting frustrated and I was getting jealous and I was just getting, getting in the point where I wanted to be happy for them, but my 
inner love for myself and my confidence was kind of bringing me down and making me feel like kind of like you like want them to not get the job even though like as a friend like you do want them to get the job as an example that kind of friendship uh, I definitely took it upon myself to take a step back and separate those friendships as it's not genuine it's not supportive and if you have friends that do that to you like who maybe get jealous of you maybe you just take a step back as well like you should let them work on them and focus on them because it's not an equal friendship and I think it is really hard in this day and age to find friendships where there's not that competition comparison. Especially if you do have friends that are like in the same field as you or even dating, like have the same type as you or something like that. Like it's very hard to find those genuine friendships. And that's when I realized as I'm getting older is my true, true friends, I have four or five. I don't have that many. My genuine actual soulmates for life match made in heaven friendships very few of them because it's very rare to find those friendships where there's no comparison there's no competitiveness it's just full of love and support and that's what i think it's really hard with social media is everyone kind of upplays the idea of having an abundance of friends and life's perfect and you're all best friends but a lot of those are toxic relationships and i think there is like a stigma behind behind like cutting out friends that aren't good for you which it's not a bad thing. It's good. It's part of growing up. It's part of adulthood. If you're finding yourself in a situation where you're feeling mentally drained and mentally shitty, let it go. Move on. Just as you would in social media. There, don't, you don't have to start a huge fight. You don't have to start drama. Just simply like take a step back. Take a breather. And you need to focus on yourself. So I think as I'm getting older, I'm kind of realizing the key. Besides like, you know, taking a step back, cutting out toxic friendships, relationships, even your Instagram followers. Besides that, I think the key to avoiding comparison is just not giving a fuck. Like literally not giving a fuck. If you like it, you do it. If you want to wear it, you wear it. If you want to apply for that job, apply for the job. If you want to quit your job, quit the job. Who cares what other people think? Literally, all that matters is that you're happy and that you're doing what you want to do. Look at life as if you're a horse. You have blinders on. You can only see what's in front of you. You can't see that person next to you. You can't see the person on the other side of you. You can only see what you're working towards. And I think that is what brought me so much happiness and so much confidence is I don't go and I don't check up on someone who's maybe also doing Instagram as me or someone else's TikTok. I really don't do that. I pretty much only focus on my my goals and what I'm working towards. I try to avoid going down the path because I do know if I go and I look at someone's account and I'm like, oh, who are they working with? Oh, what what workouts are they doing? Their body looks better than mine. I know that I'm just going to push myself down a rabbit hole. So I don't. I don't give a fuck about what other people are doing. And I don't give a fuck about what they think about me. And I think that's something that took me a long, long time to find that. And I think working towards it is it's a step-by-step process. And I can do a whole nother episode on literally the key to not giving a fuck that I've kind of beginning to master. Literally, as of a couple months ago, I've been learning to master it. I still have my moments of weakness. As we do, we're human. But I think that is what's helped me tremendously, is only looking at my life as if I have blinders on and I can't see anyone else. I'm focused on me and doing what makes me happy and what I think is me. I don't look at someone else and be like, oh, that's cooler, I'm going to do that instead, even though it's not what I would want to do. So that was my little tangent on comparison and kind of finding your true self and kind of staying true to yourself. 
I could go more into detail, but I kind of wanted to give it give it a try, test the water, see how you guys like it. I can go more into my journey with comparison personally and share some personal stories I have if you guys would like it. And it can definitely go more into my key of not giving a fuck. That's helped me tremendously. But until then, we're going to say goodbye. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Be sure to follow Conversations with Kate as well as my personal Instagrams. They're linked in the bio. And thank you so much. Have a good day, besties.